What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the G Show, where we review the G1 Climax 30 from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Of course, I am Justin here with Cyrus. We, what is this like? Our sixth episode, fifth, sixth episode here? Uh, seventh. It should be the seventh. seventh. Yeah, seventh okay. episode this year. We are barreling into a conclusion to the G1 this week. Um, of course, we're coming to you just a uh, couple of hours before um, the the finals and the final day of both blocks. Here, uh, we're gonna what we're gonna do today is review uh, nights uh, 15 and 16. And then we're going to give our predictions on what's going to happen throughout the finals. And then we're going to come back to you guys on Monday with how we felt about the la- the final three days of the G1 Climax. Yeah. Cyrus, are you ready yeah, for the uh, finals, bro? I'm, re- I'm ready for the finals and I'm ready to give out some like trophies, you know, some uh, okay. some uh, awards, ra- rafter raises, uh, jersey raising and shit like that so you'd be too quick to you'd be too quick to put jerseys in the raptors man i i would have like the jersey just attached but not pulled (laughs) to the top yet like uh like like it's a mario party (laughs) okay so the the, just barely it's half masked we'll say yeah at least for jay white it's been raising up and up but for naito it's been like up. All right, let me put it back on. Uh, let's put it up. <laughs> nah, let's just take it off the hanger. <laughs> Not fully up yet. Uh, so we have nights 15 and 16 here. Uh, it, it is very, very contentious. I'm going to go through the final points and everything. Just so, And, and I think that's why I want to kind of just skip right past the final day. Because mm-hmm. I think that leads us right into the finals. Of course, I think this is the day here. Uh, the, 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 the nights right before the final days where we can just kind of figure out really where, where things stand. So at the end of this uh, review of these next two shows, we're gonna, I'm going to talk all about who can win <laughs> and who possibly can't. Sorry, <laughs> I talked to you about it earlier today. You were like, are you sure? Like, I'm like, no, this I, no, is exactly what happened. It, it, it was just like, if you know me, it's just like, okay, I hear you. But is there any way we can't do that? Like, is there a way to like for that not to happen? Just possibilities. I, well, I feel like they're both blocks this year looking for have a very interesting outlook on the final days. Whereas most other times it's always like led to like, oh, if Okada wins this last match, he gets out, you know. But like this year mm-hmm. is actually kind of interesting. And there are some interesting people that have been knocked out of the tournament. So let's get started with night 15. Now, this is a night where literally uh, all it took was like one match for like three people to be eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that that's where like all the numbers talks uh, came out and stuff like that. Mainly, mainly for B block. But I was just like, all right, I hear you. And statistically, there's nobody else that can like any changes and stuff like that. But I was just like, are you sure? Is there oh, no yeah, possible way? We're absolutely sure here. <laughs> but on night 15, we had to start off. We had Osprey versus uh, Jeff Cobb. Um, you know, I, I thought this was OK. I thought it was okay match. It was it was uh, fine. It, it, in in a lot of uh you know in, in a lot of ways this was a, a huge match for Osprey because this is the you know he couldn't lose this match unless you know or else he would not come out on top. So Cobb had a chance to play spoiler here. He's coming off another big win, uh, literally just a, a couple of nights ago uh, against Ishii. And you know right down to to this match, uh, he, he comes up he comes up big against Osprey as well. What do you think about this match? I was very surprised with Jeff Cobb winning. 
I understand the psychology of it. It's just been a recurring theme for Osprey for him to do his cruiserweight or junior heavyweight offense, and it's not truly working. And I don't. It, it didn't click for me at first, but when he went for the Oz cutter, I was just like, "Oh, how are you going to go for a Stormbreaker? <laughs> That's not going to work out for you." <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff Cobb is a big dude. Uh, I would like. I'm starting. I'm trying to warm up to Jeff Cobb. Like I don't want to just be like you know put him on my shit list or whatever like that. And I would just like it if he just didn't do. If he was just like just be a strong man. He he's kind of like flashy with it, and I'm just like it, yeah. there's no true need for that. Yeah, I, I I and this has been my problem with with Osprey here, especially in this match. He's way too cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, he he tends he tends to switch on the high flyer and heavyweight stuff. Um, way too much. I thought that he had a really good balance with the Suzuki match where he was trying to do, to, to do the moves, uh, the high-flying moves, and Suzuki had a counter for every single one of them. Here, Jeff Cobb just kind of gave into it and it was, it was kind of cool with it, you know, and I, I, yeah. I just feel like it, and it just doesn't work and he for gave, And he, he let Osprey rock with it, and then he did some of his own. And it's just yeah. like, I don't need that, honestly. Yeah. And I would think at some point into the tournament that Osprey would like kind of just smarten up and just ditch a lot of the uh the junior heavyweight offense. And th- and that's the story here, right? It's like it should be that he cannot do these moves anymore. He he's bulked up, he's heavier. I just don't think that, you know, and it, ironically People are probably going to give me shit for this, but like he should be working a closer style to a Seth Rollins than who he is, like how he's working now. Like Seth, to me, was the closest analogy to a Will Osprey in terms of explosiveness and athleticism when yeah. he was at ROH. Like he he was that guy in ROH when he yeah. moved on to to that to to WWE. He got into a main event role. He changed his offense a lot. Well, and, and then Seth would, uh, he used to do like the Phoenix splash and now he doesn't do that anymore. Right. And I think that's like a, a really short way to sum it up. If people haven't truly been paying attention to Seth Rollins because he's like public enemy number one, because he calls somebody broke. <laughs> I mean, was it false? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> but anyway, um, so, so yeah, I, it just didn't, it didn't, it didn't always all the way click for me, but, uh, you know, Cobb gave him a hell of a tour of the islands, gets the win. Um, I, I just thought that, you know, for, for Will to be truly a heavyweight, he has a lot of work to do. But, hey, man, this essentially eliminated Will Ospreay from the tournament there in that match. Yeah, kind of shocking because we were just like, yeah, he, he might win. Like, for my pick, Shingo is kind of just like over. <laughs> but oh, yeah. It, it took a long time. spoiler mode. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in spoiler mode at this point. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh now, now it's kind of more obvious who is going to win, and now we can. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not obvious. Let, let's let's go to. It's <laughs> not. Man. No, it's not obvious, Cyrus. I'm going to tell you why. There's a lot of ways this can go. Um, we have Taichi versus Shingo. Uh, this was a rematch from last year where Shingo beat Taichi, um, and now you know they're they're trying to. At this point, honestly, I don't know if you watch this match. This match was kind of pointless because they're both out. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I, wa- I watched the match. I I like the match a lot, and it is a. a Actually, I'm sorry, I I skipped I skipped the match. I'm sorry. Oh, you uh, skipped it was, the match. It was it was Ibushi and Yujiro. <laughs> I, I completely forgot. I was, oh, okay, look, okay. I was looking at my notes ahead. It, it uh, was, it, but I mean, I kind of spoil it. Ibushi won 
which which I kind of kind of uh, gave a gave it that away a little was, bit earlier. It was bad. Was like, Whatever. It was bad. <laughs> I don't think uh, it was bad. I thought it was okay. It was fine. Abushi didn't even go into his eight ball mode where he just said, "Yeah, fuck it," <laughs> It just started yeah, beating yeah. the hell out of Yujiro. He gave him a lot in the match, which is uh, nice. Yeah, and, and and the story was that Yujiro he's trying to just win one match, and he's also trying to play spoiler for Abushi. Doesn't quite work here. Uh, Yujiro beats him with a leaping knee, led leading to the Kamagoye. Uh, and this and this win uh, pretty much knocked out Will. Taichi and Shingo in one fell swoop. So uh, Osprey couldn't win the A block by himself anymore because he couldn't get enough points, and he didn't have the tiebreaker on Ibushi. And you have uh, Taichi and Shingo who were just out on points that would not be able to get the amount of points they need to get to the end. But which leads us to this match. Did you watch it? Were you were you, were you into it? I know this was like a pointless match. After yeah, I told you that these guys got knocked out. <laughs> no, I I, wa- I watched all the matches all the way through. I think for the finals is where I'm going to, you know, kind of like start skipping around. Yeah. But good good match. I, I definitely liked the match a lot. It was – I just like that they were like just mimicking each other's moves. Like I thought that was really cool. Can, can we can we preemptively give Taichi most, most improved? Can we oh, do that? Definitely. Absolutely. I, th- I think we we might like it's a t- I mean obviously it's a toss up between him and Yoshihashi like I, I guess we'll have a more clear cut answer uh, by the end of the tournament but I, I'm willing to say Taichi gets my gets my pick his matches weren't as long as Yoshi- Yoshihashi matches but I feel like his win the quality of his wins were better yeah and that's why I think I'm gonna give Taichi you know uh, the most improved because I do like his. I like the length of his matches a lot more. Like that's the only slight that I have against uh, Yoshihashi currently. Like I yeah. like that they're they are building him up, but Taichi is in a really good space and he's having different kinds of matches. And Yoshihashi's aren't uh, Yoshihashi yeah. isn't really having those. Yeah, and here and Taichi picks up the win here with the Black Mephisto. Uh, useless, you know, turnout, but it ended up being a solid match. It'll be a good middle match oh, yeah. to. To to break up the the other uh, point, it, points it, matches here, it, it's the mo- it's the most like rematch of rematches where it's just like I know all your moves, and then mm-hmm. you know they just went crazy for like eighteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Jay White versus Minoru Suzuki in a match that that I really really liked here. I, I really dug this. Nah, this, this doesn't do it for me, and it's for like a very odd reason, and it's that when people like Jay White. Or an Okada, you know, even like Kenny Omega, when they go up against Miro Suzuki, they can never truly be their best self because they have to sell like a dummy for uh, Suzuki, you know? So Jay White looks, to me at some points, he kind of just like looked ridiculous and he never truly got into that groove because he has to be absolutely afraid of Suzuki or, you know, Sell like a uh, sell like Shawn Michaels for him and you know stuff like that. So I JY just never got into it for me. You know, <laughs> I I thought it was cool to see him try to survive against Suzuki. I thought that was a good yeah. Thing here. That, that, that's a lot of it. What it is. Jay needed this match to stay in contention here, especially on points. Uh, a lot of cool stuff here. A lot of dragon screws in this match. Um, you know, a lot of heel hooks and things like that. I, I really liked that uh, White you know, eventually did stop being afraid of him and started, you know, he gave him the, the chop block, uh, started trying to go after his legs at, at one point. Um, I, I did feel as though it was a little bit too interference heavy towards the end. 
you know, we, of course, we get the non-clean finish. I'm not sure why we had to do this. I'm pretty sure we're probably going to get a rematch down the line <laughs> just because of this. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that, you know, to have Suzuki, who's already eliminated, try to play spoiler here, I thought it was a really good story. Um, and, and I dug it a lot. But here, Jay White stays alive and beats, uh, beats Suzuki. But we're still unsure as to where Gato stands as far as Jay White and Evil. So that question mm-hmm. still fingers over the whole thing. What was really interesting, I was waiting to see if Jay White was going to two-sweet Gato before the start of this match. Mm-hmm. I thought it would have been a really nice touch if Jay White didn't do it because he's still skeptical of Gato. But I, th- I think we might get the blow up soon, probably like for King of Pro Wrestling or something. Or maybe at the finals. We, we, who knows? I have my own thoughts on that. Uh, next <laughs> up, we have the main event of, of uh, Night 15. We have Tomohiro Ishii versus Kazuchika Okada. Um, I mean, he's got a pretty big record against Ishii. I looked it up. They're, they're 3-1. and one. Uh, You know, Ishii's only beaten him in the 2016 G1. Uh, and Okada pretty much beats him every single time out. This match was was really lengthy, but I thought it was, I thought it was banging a little bit. I, it's just... Again, trying to get this money clip over, very <laughs> tough. It's, it's a very tough job. I think, this, you know, I, I went three and a half on this one only for the fact that, like, it, it did follow the Okada formula that, you know, over one-fourth or one half of this match was so slow and plodding and then the last half mm-hmm. picked it up. And I, I thought that the money clip thing was not as strong as it was in the shingle match. I, I felt like shingle just sold that move so much better. And it was almost like a disservice to have this match after that amazing match he had with shingle because yeah. it, it, it just made it, you know, it made the money clip just another finisher that he couldn't do, you know, he couldn't finish somebody off with, with Ishii. Yeah. And at this point with Okada, I'm just like, when is he just going to snap and bring back the Rainmaker? That's like what I'm really hoping for whenever I watch Okada matches. It may never come, but that's what I'm always expecting whenever I see him, you know, do his old mannerisms, like, you know, maintaining risk control, the meme or whatever. But like here, Ishii is not, he's like really taking it to Okada. And like, I really thought like this was going to be like the moment, you know, because... Yeah. Ishii has beaten the hell out of Okada before. Yeah, and I thought yeah. he would have to reach deep down to really get it there. But I guess he'll save that for somebody that is, you know, a certain rivalry or something. Like maybe a match against Tanahashi at some point. Oh, please, God. No more of those. Uh, <laughs> don't need any more of those. What are you talking about? That match is like New Japan's uh, whatever this Seth Rollins and uh, Rey Mysterio feud is. Like, <laughs> it's the go-to. Like, it's a must. It is the John Cena, Randy Orton uh, yes. <laughs> of New Japan. Jesus Christ. Uh, but, but you know, of course, Okada comes out on top here. I love that they tried to put the money clip over even more by having, like, the young Lions come on and try and revive Ishii. I was like, oh, God, come yeah. on. That, that's where it got dramatic. I was just like, nobody, nobody else, nobody else uh, needed that. But, uh, <laughs> Shingo I, didn't need that. He was in the money clip for, like, five minutes. Yeah, and then he, he walked it off mad cool. But, uh... <laughs> I think the match is okay. Like it, it wasn't as like it wasn't as great as the Shingo match. I just think one of the most intense parts or just like insane parts of the match is where Ishii no sells the drop kick and then just does a fly knee on Okada. I screamed. I was just like, I ain't never seen nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was uh, that was night fifteen. That was a solid night. I, I don't. I don't. It was my. It wasn't my favorite 
block uh, a night but again hard act to follow <laughs> after night 13 <laughs> just a really tough act to follow there mm-hmm. and on to night 16 <sighs> this was a match there this was a night that pretty much just set everything up and just set the table for the rest of the finals um i i couldn't really like find it wasn't terrible but again like just like with anything in the g1 there isn't like an outright awful night. There's just nights where you're just like, oh, I could have really just skipped around and just and just watched the matches that I that that were re- recommended to me. I when I was watching it, I was just like, man, should I just like ask what the highlight matches are? But I was just like, <laughs> I, I I didn't want to be that dude, so I, I you know suffered through the so whole thing. Good. We've been so good at watching these shows front to back. So I, I think that like with only two nights left and really technically only like two matches in block A that are worth that are worth watching and literally the in the entirety of block B, which is going to be worth watching on. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I got that backwards. Only really two matches on block B in the entirety of block A mm-hmm. on Friday. It's going to be, I mean, kind of easy to watch the last two nights here instead of having to watch the whole thing um yeah. we start off night 16 with yoshihashi versus kenta and yet another lengthy yoshihashi match cyrus did you survive this uh <laughs> i survived but i think it affected me in the in the uh the next match where I literally like fell asleep and I was just like, oh damn, I have to run it back. <laughs> you need to get some rest, sir. I was staying up so late. I'm fr- I'm I'm fresh out of work. <laughs> so I had to uh, try to get it in. But this match was very lengthy and I don't I don't know, man. Like it uh, it it really didn't need to go this long, especially for it to be on like basically the equivalent of the pre-show. It, it, it's the opposite of the way that they've been pushing tai, Taichi, like mm-hmm. having uh, Yoshihachi have these long matches to show that he can tough it out, but eventually lose. Um, you got a lot of back and forth here again, like Yoshihashi is eliminated from the tournament um, and he's giving his all to play spoiler to Kenta here. Uh, but he does not, you know, once again, comes up short, he falls asleep in the game over uh, and then he loses uh, Kenta. He's still in, but he's not, in you know like it would it would literally have to be like a <laughs> catastrophic thing to happen for Kenta to actually like come out on top here but he does pick mm-hmm. up another win against Yoshihashi which leads us to Zack Sabre Jr. versus Juice Robinson there is a point where uh you know Juice almost drops Zack on his head and almost breaks his damn neck did you did you peep this I, I probably fell asleep <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it, it looked it looked real 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 uh painful here uh, you know, again, it, it is, it's a Zack Sabre Jr. match against, uh, yeah. and he, they, he's in pretzels for half of the match. Uh, some really cool stuff is, uh, the, the there's a triangle arm bar that, uh, that like, and I think this is actually the, the, the point where it looked really awkward when he landed, but he, he counters it into a power bomb, which almost like damn near kills Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on, I'm on Twitter right now trying to find a gif of the spot. You know they. You know the gift makers aren't going to make that spot. They're not going to. They're not going to do that. They, they, they got yeah, not, not not the one person that goes ooh. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another cool spot here was uh, the octopus hole that came out of the pulp friction um, counter. I thought that was a really cool counter there. There's a, there's a bunch of uh, cool stuff there, but uh, Zach does win with the Euro clutch. Which eliminates Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson is out. I announced that to you. I didn't even care about spoiling it. I announced it to you immediately. Juice. Is out. <laughs> 
I got that text while I was at work and I smiled. <laughs> <laughs> I had my AirPods in and it was just like, Justin says, uh, Juice Robinson is out. Dancing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> um, so strangely enough, Zack Sabre Jr. is still in this and he could, he, there is a small chance. I, I, don't, I, don't, see, I don't see it happening. There's a small chance he can win this. Uh, let's go straight to Toriano versus Tetsuya Naito. Um, not, not too long here, but Naito really does take forever to set this match up. But once it gets started, I, I thought Naito worked really hard here. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, that, that was weird. Like once he, this is the standard like Yano match thing where Yano's just like, oh my God, can this guy hurry up and take his clothes off? Pause. Uh, <laughs> and then I, I really like the spot where he, where he tied him up to the young lion, but Naito manages to make it back. And then Yano just starts kicking the both of them. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the, like immediately after that, when he tries to give the fist, uh, the fist bump to the young lion, and it's the guy he always beats up anyway, and he ends up beating him up and tossing <laughs> him out the ring. Um, I, I like this a lot. Uh, not going to lie. Like, it's not like the greatest match ever, but I thought that, that Naito's urgency to not lose another match and, and it's, you know, essentially put himself out the block um, was, was really cool and admirable here, but he does pick up the win against uh, Yano, and uh, with Yano's loss, he eliminates himself. Uh, Kent is eliminated, and so is Hiroshi Tanahashi. So they're all gone. <laughs> with one match, one fell swoop, they're all gone. Pain. Bloodbath. <laughs> I told you this week. Yeah. I told all the listeners, it is going to be a bloodbath this week. And there definitely was. One match eliminates three people. Uh, next up, we have Evil versus Goto. A match that I cannot say that I was a fan of at all here. Kai. Well, first things first, Goto. Is this man okay? No, he is definitely injured. Um, he's definitely not 100%. Um, I, I think that because they are so low depth-wise on that roster, it's literally just those guys and the young Lions that, that do the, the pre-show stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. So that they could not afford to have Goto you know, miss a match that gives anyone a buy. Just basically, like, and one thing we have to remember is that they – they meticulously calculate the point system on this, you know, on this G1 tournament. Like it is very mathematic and very precise the way that they set these up to have the winners come out. I got, you know, every year I got to hand it to Gato for, for doing this, especially this year where there were so many ways that certain people could have won coming out of like night 10. But, mm-hmm. but here with Goto, you could have gave him a night off and just gave somebody a buy. You could, he didn't have to have the, the Yano match, you know? Yeah. And with that said, uh, Evil is truly struggling against an injured man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, well, here's the thing with Evil is that all of his matches for the past four or five nights have have followed the same formula. And this one was like really no different, even even though Goto was like working his hardest to try and get this guy over. Mm -hmm. It was just not doing it for me. I wasn't too big on Evil even before the heel turn. I'm still not big on him now now that he cheats even more. But at the end of the day... It's it's looking like they're still giving him a really strong push. He beats Goto here and puts him, you know, really really big uh, in, into the point territory. I'm very concerned, and we're, we'll talk about this after we finish the this this night up. But I'm very concerned about him coming out on top here. Um, but the 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 main event, Sonata versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, damn near 28 minutes, damn near 30 minutes here with uh, Tanahashi and Sonata. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That that shit really hurt. <laughs> Tanahashi was fully in 
I want to get this kid over mode. And I was like, I thought we did this two years ago and the, a year before that. And a year if, before it, that. if it didn't work four times with Okada, what the hell, how the fuck are you going to work now? <laughs> I don't know. There, there was a lot here. Uh, finishers getting kicked out of everything that, you know, people complaining about the NXT style. This oh. was a, this was a very, new Japan is the mold. Yeah, this this is very much the style they got it from. There was one point where uh, Tanahashi went up for the high fly flow and Sonata gave him an RKO. And I was like, okay, that's got to be it. (laughs) The the, the TKO isn't the finish. It's the the combination of the terrible skull and uh, submission into the moonsault, which I think is a stupid combo. Well, it's, it's no more dumber than uh, Tombstone into Rainmaker, which makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> like, okay, you landed on your head, but then I'm going to clothesline your neck. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, this match is long. I, I think I gave it a high grade just because it was long and they were working hard. But again, you know, Sonata just really doesn't do it for me, even though he's positioned very highly here. Um, c- coming out of this win against Tanahashi he holds the tiebreaker against like two of the biggest you know two of the biggest guys in on on this on this whole tournament and that is Naito and Tanahashi hey man (laughs) you are you sure there's no way Zack Sabre Jr. could come on top (laughs) we'll talk about this right now uh coming out of these two nights we have with block A Ibushi (laughs) Okada and Jay White sitting pretty at 12 points a piece Will Ospreay uh, at, 10, at 10 points, uh, 5 and 3. Taichi, Jeff Cobb, they're gone. Ishii, Suzuki, uh, Shingo, gone. And Yujiro, gone. He's been gone for a week. Uh, so here's the block <laughs> A tiebreaker. I wrote this out. Ibushi has beaten Osprey and Okada. White has beaten Okada and Ibushi. Osprey has beaten White. And he, he, he faces Okada on Friday. Okada has no wins over the other people in this group. So this means that if White wins on Friday, Jay White will win based on tiebreakers. Let's go. <laughs> so that would mean that would push him to 14 points and he would just win the block outright. So but if he loses, he'll stay at 12 and that will give uh that will that will give uh, Okada and Ibushi a chance to win the block. Um unless yeah, I don't think oh yeah, and and, and Osprey he just won't have a chance to do that just based off tiebreakers there. So yeah, that that's what it's looking like for A block. Once again, it's coming down to the final night as with most Okada led blocks uh, as far as who's going to get out or not. I'm, I'm not really sure if Okada comes out of this on top. Uh, Cyrus, what do you think? I'm really hoping that Jay White wins it for the A block because I don't want to see him and Sonata or possibly Evil have a really long match. Like yeah. Okada and Sonata trading submissions. Yeah, and then you have then you have the uh, you know you have the possibility that okay on the sixteenth, a block Ibushi goes against Taichi, who could play spoiler here, uh, Okada and Osprey obviously this will be for control of the block, and then you have Ishii versus Jay White. That is literally the hardest match he will probably have in this whole thing. Do you think? Do you think that's possible? <laughs> uh. I think it is. <laughs> I think that if he if he somehow ekes it out, that'll be that'll be one of the greatest runs of, the <laughs> of all time. That, that would be that would, a, a true sneaky clutch win. 
Yeah, I I don't know. I I'm I it's a toss up because the thing is, even even trying to guess Osprey Okada is is tough because of what they've given Osprey. Like you would have to have Osprey beat Okada here to completely like lay him out of the block. Give uh give Osprey twelve, but then Ibushi or Jay they would come down to Ibushi or Jay White. So if Jay White lost and Ibushi won, then he would he would st- he would win. He would win the block. Well, actually, here's the thing. Well, actually, no. If if Ibushi wins, oh no, he'd, he'd have fourteen. Jay White would only have twelve if he lost to to, to Ishii. If Okada wins, then every every match between these three is a must win on Friday because if Okada wins and gets fourteen points, he automatically wins. I don't think any of this is going to come down to tiebreakers. They almost never do that, so that's mm-hmm. really where it stands now. It gets even. It gets even trickier on Block B, Cyrus. We have oh, people. I know. We have, we have Evil and Naito at six and two, 12 points. You can already eliminate <laughs> you can already eliminate Naito here. He is not going to win this. Let's just be clear. Like he's not going to win this. You have Sonata and Zack Saber Jr. with 10 points. I think Zach is all but eliminated, but for the purpose of this conversation, he's still here. Goto yeah. and Kenta are gone. Juice, Tanahashi, Yano are gone. Tanahashi with six points. That's crazy. And Yoshihashi is gone. So the tiebreakers in block B, Naito has beaten Zack Sabre Jr. Evil has beaten Tetsuya Naito. Zack Sabre Jr. has beaten Evil. Sonata has beaten Zack Sabre Jr. and Naito. So Saturday's night, or Saturday's final, is Sonata versus Evil. (laughs) Naito versus Kenta. And Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tanahashi. Zack would need to win his match and hope for and And Naito would have to lose and Sonata and Evil would have to be a draw in order for Zack Sabre Jr. to win. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. I like that. <laughs> however, however, the outcome of Sonata and Evil would mean that they would win in, in, a, in a Naito loss would mean <laughs> yeah. that um, would mean that either Naito or I'm sorry, either the Evil or Sonata would win because they both beaten Naito and that's what seems to me like the most um the, the most likely outcome here. Damn. Yeah, that, that does seem to be the most likely outcome. But if there's a tr- if there's truly a chance for Zack Sabre Jr. to truly win and spare me uh Sonata and Evil. No oh, Gato. Work, with, work with me, baby. <laughs> what? What that would never happen. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, uh, I know, Jr. but Zach faces like uh, Zach faces Tanahashi on, on Saturday, so let, that's let, gonna be a really good match. Let's just clarify this right now. This is not gonna happen. Well, it's not gonna happen. Zach Saber Jr. has beaten Tanahashi before, so Tanahashi being his last match in a block where it's highly contested against <laughs> you already see the three people they want to push. I'm not having this conversation with you. So, oh my I, god, turn the recording off. I'm leaving. <laughs> the, the way that I see this breaking down is two ways the finals being and let me just say that i think jay white's coming out of the a block let me just be clear here i think any way shape or form i think it's going to be him because i think there's a bigger story at play so it could either be jay white versus evil bullet club versus bullet club and then that leads us to whatever happens in january and the night after or it ends up being jay white versus sonata lij versus bc and i think the strongest match to me, obviously, would not be Sonata. He would play the Goto role here in 2016. Uh, <laughs> Omega, and he'd play the Goto role here to, in order to get 
the other guy over, but it's looking to me, I'm 50-50. Jay White and Naito is a strong, strong, strong main event. Um, but Evil yeah. Naito seems to be what they want to do, and it seems to be the story that they want to tell between these two. For some strange reason, that's what they want to do. So what do you think, Cyrus? I definitely think that the Bullet Club story is the bigger thing at play because it's kind of the only real story that is being developed right before our eyes. If it is something that they want to do, that's fine with me. It's just I possibly would prefer something. I'm just not a big fan of evil, you know? So if anything with Jay White, I believe you said it like last episode, Jay White can be an amazing baby face. And so he could possibly be an amazing tweener uh, if need be. So... Put put him in that role. Let him shine. Let him uh, let his character grow grow as well. And try to see what happens. There, there's yeah. a, you, you're not going to have a full my for a while. And and it's also just like evil has already beaten Naito. So is he going to like imagine oh, if he wins the block? Stop. That that doesn't stop anything. That does no. But like, does anything. he get two? championship shots or yeah you're right because he already does have a he does have a win over Naito here he he has a rematch coming whether we like it or not and that and that could be you know well they're doing world tag league and uh the other tournament in november december so it wouldn't be anytime soon but no it wouldn't be two rematches it would be it would be evil getting one over on on Naito in a non-title situation that would lead to that so yeah you're, you're right in a sense but you know I, the way they're the way they're booking evil is just it's it's too it's too big not to ignore. I'm just trying to like, you know, what I've seen in the past from them, but I guess since evil will already have a rematch, I say why not on Jay White? But we'll we'll see what happens on uh, Saturday, right? Yeah, we we will see what happens. Uh, I, I looked up Osprey really quick, <clears throat> did the numbers. Osprey would need to win against Okada. And this is in order for him to win the block. This would be, this is long shot type shit here, okay? So just hear me out. Osprey would need to beat Okada, which tall task. Yeah. <laughs> but Jay White and Ibushi, uh, actually, no, look at the numbers. Yujiro would need to beat Jeff Cobb. <laughs> Taichi would need to beat Ibushi. And Ishii would need to beat Jay White in order for Osprey to win the uh, to win the block. <laughs> Everyone need to lose for him to get there. <laughs> uh, nah, that ain't that ain't gonna work for me, boss. So uh, yeah, usually I, beating Jeff Cobb means that <laughs> that means Jeff Cobb. Oh, <laughs> that would mean that nobody nobody uh, that has like. That, that has like 10 could, could get up there. Yeah. 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 That, that would, that's, that looks to be the, the thing is that would mean that Osprey would get 12 points. He'd have the tiebreaker over Osprey. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that would, uh, no, I'm just over Okada. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. That is the final two nights, really regular nights of, of the, of the, the, the G1 yeah. here. Uh, we're going to come back to you guys on monday with the our review of the final three nights of the g1 climax of course you have on the 16th uh 
in the 17th, the last A and B blocks, and on the 18th, you have the A block winner versus the B block winner. I'm going to see if we, you know, this all comes true. I'm going to see what happens if we're able to get what we want to hear. I'm thinking, I'm really strongly thinking it's going to be Jay White evil. To me, I think that's the strongest final that you could make, especially with the story that they've been telling. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just like, Sonata or evil winning the block, man. That ain't going to sit right with that, That's not going to sit right with me. Well, like uh, winning the tournament, that's not going to sit right with me. <laughs> well, something that will sit right with me is if you guys follow us on Twitter at the A Show RNC. We're already active, baby. We have a bunch of followers. We were starting a conversation. And you can also find all the information on this show you're listening to right here, the A Show proper, uh, Rewriter's Room, which had an episode this week. The War Report with Sarge is going to be working on as soon as he gets off this call with me uh, and more on the A Show channel. Um, so thank you guys for following. Please subscribe to this channel as well. Please leave us a, a rating as well after you subscribe. And we will see you guys on Monday for the season finale of the G Show with myself and Cyrus. Cyrus, we still we, the impact is calling. So don't think you're done with me after this. Stop, stop mentioning it. I'm just saying. I, ha- I already have to watch AEW after this. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm just saying, you, you, you're not going to escape from me that easily. Thank you all for listening. For Cyrus, I'm Justin. We'll talk to you guys on Monday.